What is up, everybody? Welcome to a new podcast. You're join, joining me, Adam Ivor. I am your host for the evening uh, on Car Mugs Podcast, brought to you by 621.com, where the only place online really all your parts is where you get the best customer service from people who care, car enthusiasts who care, and that is from modifications to OEM replacements. So go to 621.com to purchase any car parts you need. So welcome. You join me today from my living room i hope you can hear me all right i'm using a new program to record i'm not quite sure how it's going to sound we're using a blue microphone again so hopefully it all sounds pretty good you can hear me nice and clear and we're going to go from there so what is the point of today's podcast me being on my own i'm not interviewing anybody yet what what am i doing um with with today with the time you're kindly giving me today to listen so i wanted to run by some of the stuff that's gone on in the vlogs recently if you keep up to date with my youtube channel and i also want to run over some questions that my patrons have asked a massive shout out and thank you to my patrons you guys really really help me out each month and i love conversing with you guys it's a lot of fun it really is it's really good so i mentioned uh when we borderline finish the civic i stupidly said it out loud i get really excited sometimes and i stupidly said out loud that i wanted to do another honda project and i've got way ahead of myself i i have not got the cash to do this um i completely forgot that my nissan is a project as well and now i feel like i'm gonna let a huge amount of people down with this the new project not coming to the channel anytime soon um i have managed to sell the saxo which helped me out a little bit this month with cash uh doing all these projects really really strange for money um it's been killing me i'm not gonna lie it really has been uh been wiping me out and i've uh sacrificed a lot but i think it's getting to the point now where the youtube channel isn't growing really at all especially with views and i'm having to really look and going right is a new project really what i need and to do that i'm gonna have to sell way more stuff and i i can't part with the civic i'm not parting with my nissan or my m3 and i need my Touareg every day uh, I tried my. I tried to get rid of the legend, but I think we're just going to keep that now. Because we're getting so many time wasters, and the car needs some work. So that can be a fun one to practice on through the winter. Because I have no money to spend at the minute. And being straight up with you guys, I feel like if you guys are listening to this, you're probably part of my core audience. So the guys that really want me to succeed, hopefully, um, I, I'm not going to be able to afford to do a new project car within the next six to eight months minimum. I'd say, and then I have to think. Do I kill off one of my dreams, uh, which is getting a drift car at Ibisu, to build a car for YouTube, which I've never even really considered, just building a car specifically for YouTube. Um, it's a, a whole new whole new aspect to car modifications to me, and doing a car just to try and grow my channel, I think would work. I definitely think it'd bring in new people, the ideas I've got and all that sort of stuff, but it's not a unique build, so it wouldn't be like one of the first to do it, so... It's kind of one of those things where I've got to I'll take a step back and see, well, just what can I afford? I've just got to stay in my lane, I think. So with that, I want to say I'm not writing off the idea completely of getting a new Honda project. It's definitely an idea, but instead of selling the legend, I'm going to make that the new project and see what we can do with that on a budget so I'm not absolutely living on a, uh, what would you call it, like on a string budget each month when you when i turn the camera off because as much as i love youtube and stuff i, I literally made like 200 pounds from it last month and you know you look at the work we've put in on the cars especially on the nissan i'd need to be making almost 15 to 20 times that to cover the costs of just the parts from the last month um and that's all my own money that i'm using and christmas is coming up i've got a big family i want to make sure i can buy everything so you know it's the real life stuff that when you take off 
of YouTube, you have to think. And when I'm, I'm browsing here on my channel on my my laptop right now, like the one video that's really banged in the last month, I've had two that have done okay, is the Mini Cooper review. And when I explain my story about my Sylvia, them two are the only two videos that have gone anywhere over 10K. I've got two videos that are on 10K. Oh, one meat video got over over 10K and my M3 video got over 10K. All the rest have... Oh my God, sorry, I've just hit a video on. I'm using a non-Mac computer to look at that. Um, so all of those videos are... I've done okay, but no way are they going to pay me. And then all the rest are under 10,000 views, which absolutely kills me off. I also have been reading up on some of Shmee, 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 whatever his name is, words that he said on a Pissin' Heads forum about how when you get a video with low views, it really affects how the YouTube algorithms see you. So that then makes sense to me when I'm looking here. When I upload one of these podcasts on the channel, they get around two or 3,000 views, listens or whatever on the YouTube channel, which is amazing when you think about what it is. It's just me talking um, or me and Peck talking or whatever. But then the next videos are really affected by it and they don't hit anywhere near the average until, you know, four or five videos again down the line and then I have another bad video and then it takes a while to build up again. And it's, it's just frustrating, you know. This is the, the battle with YouTube. Like, you don't want to... I mean, for me, I turn down a lot of sponsored videos because the products just look shite, if I'm being completely straight up. Like, I don't want to sell to people that watch my videos turd. It's got to be good stuff. That's why I'm so happy to work with Einhell. It's an amazing company that wanted to work with me and... Like with Toyota, it's amazing that this company want to work with me and Monster when they get in touch and want to do stuff. I'm obviously going to say yes because the content we can create is sick. Whereas if it's like a tire inflator from a company that just sells on Amazon, you're like, well, is there really any point to this? Like, it's just junk and I'm not getting paid for it. I'm just getting a free thing and it sucks anyway. Like, it's just turd, isn't it? So that's what I'm kind of at the point of I have to earn my own money, I've got to put that first, but at the same time, I love making YouTube videos, it is a hobby to me, like, I like to do two a week, because it keeps me fresh more than anything, um, now I've got this opportunity with um, Mantis Cars to go and drive their stuff, I don't want to turn that away, so I'm hoping tomorrow afternoon I can get down there for an hour and film the Lancia, that'd be so sick, I, I'm so excited to do that, and just kind of just generally have a really fun time like i've realized that this youtube stuff's never gonna pay me big i'm never gonna be an adam lz or a tj hunt or whatever like i have to have my own jobs that really are murdering me but it's uh it'll be worth it in the end as long as i get my hobbies and i get to show you guys i guess like, i mean the youtube is fun don't get me wrong but and i've had an amazing reaction to the last few videos i don't want that to be misunderstood but when you get some of the negativity even from other youtubers I'm, I'm gonna say that like some stuff i've posted recently i've had really nasty messages by actual youtubers that are just just put me in a bit of a place where i'm just like wow okay i didn't realize that this sort of stuff would affect people but you know it's just the just how people perceive you on social media i think and i think it's bollocks but whatever whatever in it so uh so yeah let's get started i've, I've covered the topic i think of the project car and that then leaves what what are you guys going to see if you do watch the channel etc so you're going to see the Civic EG6. We're going to be doing more stuff on that. There's, it's got a few issues still, so we're going to be able to cover those in depth in video and actually try and like make almost some educational stuff, I guess, because when I'm looking on for this stuff myself, I'm like, there's nothing here. So I'd like to still keep it jokey and lighthearted, but if someone can learn something from it, rad. I've got the door locks now for it. Um, we need to tidy up all the wiring. I'm, I am tempted to get a rye wire loom, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm kind of done with spending money at the minute. I just want to be able to like build a pot back up again um, so I can spunk it all on the Sylvia. If I'm completely honest, that's what I want to do. Um, uh, but I'll get to that. Uh, then what else is... We've got the Legend. 
And the Legends, another thing you're going to be seeing quite a lot over winter. I'm going to be cutting up the old one and making the good one excellent, hopefully. Uh, putting some new wheels on it that I've got. I'm going to probably put a set of my drift wheels on it, if I'm completely honest. I want to see what the works look like on it. Even though the Whistlers do look amazing. Let's not get that wrong. And quick plug again, Whistler wheels still in stock. Uh, almost 50% off some of them on 621.com. So if you are interested, the sets are there. They are available, and it'd be amazing if you grabbed some off us. Um, with also the Legend, I want to tidy it up. Um, you may see my first ever welding on a car on that as well. So that's really terrifying, um, putting that sort of stuff online, because everyone's an expert and it's uh absolutely absolutely terrifying to say the least but i think it'd be something that i with my channel it's not like a i know i do the reviews and stuff but i still kind of like to keep the reviews kind of jokey and light-hearted almost like a vlog uh, i like to think of my, my channel as a, a vlog channel like a, a, a almost like a lifestyle vlog channel you get to see the the life of somebody that has dedicated his whole being to modified cars and the ownership and the upkeep of them and the trials and the tribulations and the stress and the enjoyment when they do go right, you know, so um, that, that over winter you're going to see a lot of, of tinkering on the cars, I think, especially the Legend and the Civic, and then that brings me to the Sylvia, so the, the Civic and the Legend will be getting like small, cheap mods, hopefully. Um, to keep to mean I can actually buy more parts for the Nissan. I haven't really updated any of you guys on this, so we managed to clear the misfire. Woo! Happy days! And then um, the part I bought was the cheap, cheapest option, and it has absolutely detrimentally ruined me because I had to pay again for them to be taken out and another my old set refitted because the engine was gonna it sounded like it was gonna blow up man honestly like it was awful so I put the original lifters back in and now I'm now gonna be getting another set and having Dan Joyce from Low Origin who I'm very grateful for being on their podcast the other week um they're gonna be doing it so well Dan Joyce is gonna come down and redo it but at the same time I'm thinking well you know, over winter, we need to go for full rebuild. So I'm thinking about getting, once I have some money again, I have to explain right now, I have nothing to buy car parts with. So I need to get a destroyer lock kit. I'm going to need my arches tubbed and I need to bend a lot of the, the bodywork up because uh, we found out they'd eaten through a set of my front tires. Luckily, one of the lads um, at the drift day clocked it and he was like, dude, you're, you're running on cores on your front. I was like, oh my God, that could have been... Uh, just terrible terrible time man and uh luckily 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 he found it and we got it all sorted um i put my mohawks on the front instead of the federal rsrs i normally run and oh my god they transformed the car i couldn't believe it i am um, a huge advocate for these mohawk tires by the way i really think they should get in touch and sponsor me because i love their product and uh, I, I do think it's amazing for such a budget tire the amount of wear you get out of them i didn't change my rear tires a whole drift day the other day and i had to change my fronts because i would worn through the them via them hit the body work but you know that's just I, i'm just really appreciative of my walk tires now i love them man um so yeah, I need to get a lock kit, I need to do the arches, and before people go, you don't need lock, I'm at the point now where I feel like I'm at such a uh, level with my driving, a lock kit is needed for me to progress, like, the fact that I can't get the lock I need from the car anymore, with the speeds and the aggressiveness that I'm throwing in, I think it's a, I'm very proud of myself, let's just say that, with how my driving's come on with drifting, um, I have to then get the Civic ready for track next year, because I'm going to be taking that out, I will be using that car as a track car, as, as, although as beautiful as it is, like I don't want to buy anything else, and I do want to sell the MX-5. Um, eventually, if I can get enough money together, it is then to go buy myself a car out at a Bisu. Every time there's a Matsuri on, and all the social media stuff starts, starts popping up, my like 
my sadness inside me takes over that I'm not there and I'm just like, man, that has to be done. Like, I, I have to do that. And I, that is now a goal that I've truly set. Um, if I can get a build here as well to do in the meantime and keep relatively cheap, if I can make a budget for it. And I just don't want it to be another long build if I do one. I think you guys can understand, like, especially with YouTube and stuff, if you're building a car on there, people want to see everything done fast. So it'd have to be like a right... We save up some money, I buy the car, I buy the donor stuff and we try and build some hype and then uh, we go from there and try and try and really build up a, a sound project that may may or may not bang on YouTube and if it does bang that would be amazing. I'd, I'd love to be able to make enough money off YouTube to do projects on there all the time like Jimmy Oaks does, like Adam LZ does. Like, I'm obviously never going to be at Adam LZ level but I feel Jimmy Oaks does doesn't do too differently to us you know he does drift days he does a little bit of track here and there with oh, i think he does anyway like and then uh i do watch his videos I just obviously can't keep up with all of them and he uploads every day but i really like jimmy oak's videos i think that's the sort of deal that we could be doing and if i could be getting them views and that really would be like helping me benefit with the project as well because i i just love doing it i just love being in the garage working on the cars like and uh i'm breaking the Spare legend I've got the one that loads of people got their ass in the in the wrong wrong gear about the other day. Um that is being broke for parts on eBay at the minute and I'm I'm surprised at how many people need stuff. Like I I did not realise there was such a market for used legend parts. Like, it was absolutely insane. But yeah, I've sold a radio out of that today, so I've got to get that out. I've got it out tonight, and I'm going to send that out tomorrow for the customer. So, so I'm trying to get as much money back as I can. I think I need to go for a clear out. Now I've moved house, and I'm in my new house comfortably now. I know what I do and don't need, really, so I might have to give up my guitars, which I really don't want. I think I'm going to keep the acoustic one, but I might sell my limited edition guitar I've got and stuff and try and put some money back into my pocket for stuff that I really want, and then can always start playing guitar again in the future, I think. But we can just go go from there, I think. Like, I've, I've, I've stressed myself out way too much. Um, I've already got my next proper project car which is the m3 so when anybody goes sell that to fund everything i just think it's such a stupid request because i that i saved up so long to buy that and i've borrowed such a large amount of money to get a good one as well on top of the savings and it's like i don't want to sell that car i don't i don't want to sell anything that i've wanted forever to benefit youtube you know like th these things i've worked my bollocks off for the last how old am i now i'm 29 now i started my company when i was 18 so 11 years of my life I've slaved and I've sacrificed lots and lots of usual lad when you're growing up sort of situations for business and you know I, I feel like these are like my rewards of that I you know I, you know I, I, that's what I feel personally and I'm not oh what's wrong Finn can you hear Finn in the background he's uh oh let's give you a little update on the old Finny boy shall we say so yesterday we went up to the vets um, I have to give them a massive shout out. Dick White Referrals in Newmarket. They've been absolutely incredible um, with Finn since I got transferred over to Junior, I believe his name was. Like, he's an Italian guy, super sick. And uh, yeah, so now he's now officially off steroids for this month. Whee! Round of applause. <laughs> it's so lonely doing these podcasts on your own, man. <laughs> but yeah, Finn's now off of, uh, off of steroids. He's got one tablet he has to take every day. It's 25 milligrams. It's just uh, it's like a chemotherapy drug to battle the side effects of all the other drugs he's been taking i think and um yeah so he's on the mend he's losing weight he's looking fantastic aren't you buddy hey aren't you buddy and uh yeah we're enjoying i'm enjoying having my uh bouncy dog back he's really got his old school personality back again it's, it's mad but um 
but yeah, I just really wanted to run you down the project. So that's 15 minutes of me chatting about cars. Cool. So uh, so yeah, the, the real end goal, and this is me being completely straight up, is I'll, I'll dream of having a car out of a B-Sue. And because I work out, out of China three or four times a year now, like I think I could probably fly over three or four times a year. Like, I can just get a, in, in a flight from, from Hong Kong to Narita and get a little cheap rental car and head up there. I think it's, it's definitely something I could do. Um, like add on maybe four or five days on to the end of each trip and then it's not a massive stress on my mum having Finn and do you know it really like feels like that could work out the best so the main thing is I need to save up a pot of money really to order a car because um, I, from what I am hearing I don't know if I'm it's just on the grapevine that next year for Matsuri's all cars are going to have to have roll cages and harnesses which benefits me because I wanted that anyway so I'm hoping that um when I do I will if I do get to do it I will be buying a car from power vehicles so I'm not associated with them anyway but the the support you get from those guys if you buy from them is it's just it's almost similar to what you get from 621 if you buy from 621 you get the aftercare like and almost irritates me when people message us for advice but aren't our customers. I, I, don't, I feel like it's almost disrespectful. Like, yeah, I'm not going to buy from you, but I just want to know what you'd do. Like, well, I'll buy from us, and then I'll give you the advice that I've built up over the years from the wealth of knowledge that I've learned from being around these cars for so long. Um, I might play up in the vlogs to be in a bit of a divvy, but I just think when the camera comes on, it's just a lot of fun to just mess around. Like, I would be if you were hanging out there with me. Like, I, I don't like putting on a fake bullshit, like, I know everything sort of vibe. When I, I am learning still, like, when it comes to a lot of the engine stuff anyway, like suspension and shit like that, I'm sound with, but like it's, it's engine, like like I just te get terrified of opening an engine because if it doesn't go back together, then it's expensive to fix. You know, that's the way I see it. Like you talk one bolt wrong, man, that's it's going wrong. Now, I knew this wasn't going to be the longest podcast I've ever done. I don't want it to be the longest podcast I've ever done because I've re stupidly just started recording this when I haven't eaten, I haven't got myself a drink. Like my Coke's just over my corner, but I don't, well, Coke Zero. I'm just saying, I'm trying to cut all that sugar ting out, you know. I'm a half vegetarian, by the way. If you're a half vegetarian, let me know on Instagram because everybody's telling me it's not a thing, but I'm telling you, it's a thing, you know, it's just a thing. So let's have a look. I asked on my Patreon um, if there's any questions some guys would like to answer. Now, I did only ask them like 15 minutes ago, so there's not a huge amount of replies on there just yet. But there will, there are a couple already. So uh, I want to... Oh, oh, no, someone's asked me about my tattoos. <laughs> Dave's asked me about my tattoos. I'll have to explain those. So, right, I've got five comments on here. Um, so uh, let's... Uh, oh, no, that's the wrong post. Where, where is the post I need? There's one about Finn. I definitely think you should join my patrons, by the way. So we've got a few questions on here. Okay, cool, perfect. These uh, should take up a little bit of time, and hopefully you can learn a little bit more about me or whatever. So Gary Reeves, my boy Gary Reeves, has asked, what from your experience of cars and driving got me into drifting, and would you consider making a separate YouTube channel purely about drifting? I'll answer the second part of that first. No, I, I don't want to make a new YouTube channel purely for drifting, because um, I feel like my YouTube channel tells a story of my car journey, whether it is a bit all over the place or not, but that's how my car journey has been. Um, and the drift, I just feel like I should keep it all in one place because drift channels by themselves don't get views really, unless you're Adam LZ, like he seems to be the only guy, well, and TJ Hunt, but that's because he's a vlogger, you know, like people don't go there really or watch you drifting all that much. They're more there for Adam LZ. Um, whereas I'm not popular like Adam LZ, so it wouldn't work for me. I think keep them on my main channel, it works good, and it's just it's just fun for me to keep them all in one place. It's way easier for me. It's easier to manage just one channel than multiple channels. Um, but from the first part of your question, what really got me into drifting? Um, 
it was a breakup. <laughs> I think I might have said this before. I don't know. Um, basically, I broke up with my girlfriend, and I was really sad about it. <laughs> As you get, I get a bit emotional in these situations. And uh, yeah, so uh, we broke up, and my homie Gianni of Status Era just messaged me and said, "Do you want to come up to Scotland and watch the BDC?" And I was like, "Fuck no! What do I want to watch drifting for? That's fucking lame." Like honestly, I was like, "I'm a Honda guy through and through. Oh, they're not gonna like me up there." <laughs> And uh, in the end, I ended up going up anyway. And then I met... The first thing I did when I got there, I went to Gianni's house. And I met um, Mikey from Jimmy Up. And Jimmy Up is a drift brand. Like 621 was associated massively with the Hondas originally. That's what Jimmy Jimmy Up, Jimmy Up, Jimmy Up uh, started with. And uh, meeting Mikey and seeing his passion for it, I was just like, wow, well, this, he, this guy loves drifting, man. Like, what is this guy's deal? <laughs> he could have a Honda. That was honestly what I thought. And then uh, I watched the drifting and... I, it, the noises and the atmosphere at the drift day was just insane and I was just like this is sick and then I watched an Australian lunatic mount uh, Phil from Driftworks and I was like this is legal like what's just happened and I was like and this everyone was cheering I was like dude this is a bit of me this is sick and then I was like I have to have a go at this like I have to my my first real ever um situation in a drift car which really made it made it all come to light i was like this has to happen um was when i went to which is also on my youtube channel as well by the way so drifting in new jersey uh club loose and reese martin took me out and it was just insanity i was like this is so sick being in a drift car is insane like because that's the first time i ever got in a drift car and after that i was like i am buying a drift car and after that trip um because that was there, i was there for work i wasn't there for holiday um it just so happened the night before i was working there was a drift event on down there so i was like do you know what i'm gonna go and uh go and watch and it was amazing and i was like do you know what i'm doing this so i got home and, and unfortunately my great grandma passed away and left mum some money and mum gave us kids a little bit of each to Go and, and she said she doesn't want us to spend it on anything, bills or anything like that. This is fun money. That's what she said. She wanted us to see, she wanted to see her kids having fun with the money. So I was like, well, I'm buying a drift car then. So that's why I went and bought that BMW. I added some of my own money to it and got my E36 and uh, did my first few drift days at Santa Pod. Thought it was an absolute laugh. I was like, this is easy, man. Like skidding around, having fun. This is just the best thing ever. It felt like being at the skate park and just learning to kickflip again. But then, obviously, as you get a bit more into it, and then you start trying harder stuff, you're like, wow, I actually suck at this. Like, I've told everyone I'm pretty good, and I suck. And with me, when I when I like something, and I know I want it, and I want to be good at it, that's it. I'm like, right, I'm getting good at this. So I put in a lot of seat time in the BMW. I crashed a lot in the BMW. I then sold the Integra, because the Integra was an investment more than anything. I was like... This car is going to be worth a fortune when American couldn't have them. And this is a mint one, so let's get it. I made it even minter. And then I was like, do you know what? There's no point in just having a car sat there doing nothing. Even if it's earning money, like, it's to me, cars have to be driven. This is why the Civic is going to be my track car still. Like, I didn't build it for it to sit in the garage, you know? And, um, yeah, so I was just like, right, I've got the, got the Nissan. And I loved it. I just absolutely, absolutely adored the thing. And I just thought it was fantastic. Honestly, I just thought it was, it's just, it's so hard. If you've never done drifting, it's so hard to explain just how addictive it is for one and how much closer you want to keep getting to each other and how much faster you want to be entering the corners and just everything becomes like this event and it's just so much fun and I've made genuine friends from it and people that I can ring up if I'm feeling down and being like, man, I'm not having a good day. And I think 
I did all that Honda stuff and I saw that it, I don't think people really like me for me. I think people just like me because, for one, I owned a car parts company and they could get some discount off me um, from being one of my friends. And they they weren't willing to ever listen if a situation came up that wasn't benefiting them in any way. And I thought some of these guys were my best mates on the planet. And then it turns out that it isn't that way at all. Um, and I guess that left a bit of a sour taste in my mouth. Um, I think I've only really got maybe three or four friends from the Honda world that have really stuck through it for everything. Like I'm still a Honda guy. I'm still building Hondas. But the second I got a drift car, so many people were like, oh, and I was like, this is sour, man. I've been doing the Hondas for like 10 years. Like, am I not allowed to have another hobby? Like, I'm not stopping the Honda stuff. I'm just adding to my repertoire of my driving portfolio. Because how sick would it be? It'd be able to jump in a front-wheel drive car, drive it like an absolute boss, hop in a rear-wheel drive car, and be able to send it top of fourth gear around a massive corner. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that I want to be a complete driver. So that's where I'm like, you know, oh, you know, I just want to keep doing everything. And it annoys me that LZ got an Evo build because I wanted to get an Evo 8 next. And I was like, I think I'm just going to get an Evo and just go, go ham on like a rally type build. So then I've got a front-wheel drive car, a real drive car, and a four-wheel drive car. And they all work out perfectly. And then my M3 can be like my, my beautiful car that I love driving around in and feeling good about myself. I mean, it really does make me feel good, that car. Um, so Because... Yeah, because even like buying them new wheels, I get compared to LZ. Like, well, Adam LZ bought them. I'm like, dude, I didn't even know LZ had these wheels. Like, I like LZ a lot. He's a fucking top guy, but my goodness me, it's it, it's frustrating getting compared to him all the time because obviously we've got the same name. But, but yeah, that's that really. Um, Chad Trafford is one of my new patrons, so welcome to the family, boy. Uh, he has asked, how did six two one begin? Where it all start, and how much hard work has it taken to get to where you are today? Now, if I go on a bit of a rant, <laughs> I do apologise. But oh, sorry, I should turn the volume off. But this is, I don't actually know where the volume button is on this laptop. It's a, it's a Microsoft work. It's my computer from, from my other job. Oh God, I'm making so much noise, and I don't actually know how to turn the volume down. Um, so I, I do apologise for that, if it does make the occasional noise. But right, Chad, let me answer your question, man. So I started the company, for those that you don't know, um, as a blog way, way back in the day. I think when I was 18, 17, I started it as like a lifestyle blog where I just blog my travels to Los Angeles and all this sort of stuff. Because I've got family in LA, so I'm quite lucky that I get to go there realistically whenever I want. Because whenever you know dad goes, he wants someone to come along with him to see the fam. So I just kind of hop along for a, a cheap trip. It's, it's nice, you know. But uh, that was what it started off as, and then I got a, bought a proper a proper digital SLR Canon. Uh, what was it? A Canon 450D. You know, it was like one of their budget line cameras. And my parents got me it for Christmas, and they were like, you know, you, we know you enjoy photography, so we got you a proper camera. Please just go and have fun. Went out, did a load of photography at car shows, Volkswagen shows mainly because the girl I liked back then had a Volkswagen, and you know, it was a lot of shit like that. So. We we just kept going to the the Volkswagen shows and we go and I bought Mark One Golf and it was fun. I just go and try and improve my photography and I'd post it on the Edition Thirty Eight forum, then Civic Life forums and that, and I started taking a lot of photos at the Honda meets that I'd go to, and it just escalated from there. And then one day I was like, Do you know what? I want to make a sticker. So I went up to my friend Dwayne's shop, SwiftPrint.com. Um, SwiftPrint, shout out Dwayne. Uh, he actually has an EP3 Type R now as his track car, so that's kind of cool how that's all come full circle. But uh, I went up to his shop and he let me have some offcuts to make 10 stickers to just see how they were. And people were like, I'll pay for that. Which I thought was weird. I was like, fuck it, man. I'm just giving them away. It's cool. But if I if they ever cost me money, then I'll sell them, obviously. And uh, yeah, that's kind of where it all escalated from. And it just went from strength to strength. And I have to say, though, I don't think I realized how hard I was working. Um, I think this is definitely a, can be a side effect from being brought up 
by my dad. So my mum's definitely given me all the tools to be a wonderful, caring human that loves animals, you know, and give me all that. But my dad's work ethic has stuck hard, you know, with me. And um, just for a bit of background information, like, um, I never really had summer holidays as a kid when it comes to, like, you know, like when you'd go down skate parks when you're a teenager or whatever. I started working in warehouses in my summer holidays for minimum wage. And I'm talking, like, as little as I was legally allowed to be paid. Um... And I was doing that from 12. So my summer holidays, I'd just go to work with dad. And it was, I would go and work in this warehouse that wasn't managed by him. He worked out of it, but he didn't manage it. So I worked for the other company that worked out of this warehouse. And uh, we'd do packing, um, what them things got, like card readers and stuff. Uh, and you know, when you go into a shop and you see like the sticker that has like MasterCard and all that sort of stuff, I'd be putting them in boxes with the card readers and then they'd be shipped out. And I would do hundreds of these a day. And it was 8.30 till 5.00. No, there was no argument there. It was that was what I did. So I, from twelve, I understood to buy stuff. You have to have a job, and I'd be cleaning cars for my dad. So I'd work Monday to Friday as well, and then on the Saturday, I'd offer to offer to clean the cars for dad, and I'd, he'd pay me a fiver for free cars, which I now realise is a rip off. But at the time, I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm earning money, man. This is sick." You know, like I had that built into me. Like I love, I love earning money. It's fun. Like it's fun to do something and be rewarded with money by it. It's it's it's, it's much better than just going up to my dad and being like can I have some money? Like, I never feel like I earn it if I just do that. So I'd much rather do work. Like, and then what I then started to do when I was 14, 15, 14, 15, um, on the weekends, I got a job in the local pub and I was just in the kitchen peeling um, potatoes and shit. So I'd go to work Monday or Friday in my summer holidays um, in the warehouse Friday night and Saturday night and Sunday night I'd then go work in a pub in the evening and I also had a bit of a hustle in school I want to tell you that as well I'd, I'd, I'd burn CDs like so I'd, I'd buy I'd go around school and be like does anybody want the new let's for instance say the Nirvana greatest hits and they'd be like yeah 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 and I'd be like alright £2.50 and you can, I'll give you it so then what I'd do is I'd get like say 20 people giving me £2.50 right so what's that let's do a quick sum 20 times two, oh fuck, can't even use a calculator, 20 times two pound 50 equals, so I'd get 50 quid, let's just say that, I'd, I'd get 50 quid handed to me by random people, my blazer on the left side was heavy, and then I'd go home, go on play.com, use mum's account, you order the CD, give her then 10 or 12 quid out of my change, be like I've ordered this CD, here's the money for it, and then I'd burn the CDs on uh, blank discs, print off all the labels, I think this is like illegal, I don't know if like I'm allowed to admit this, I'm like, but fuck it, that's what I did, I was like hustling fucking dodgy CDs basically when I was a kid, to earn money, because I was like, mate, money's wicked, then obviously went into work, and then uh, then when I started doing the work, like I said, we'll jump forward again, and I worked on the weekends and the evenings at this pub, and then during the week at my, the, at the warehouse, sorry, and then, uh, then come along my work experience, and I went to work at John Banks Honda in Ipswich, loved it, and then they offered me a week, full weekend job. So during the full weekend job was during like my college years, and then I obviously didn't have to work in the warehouse anymore because I was at college and I was basically an adult. And um, so I was doing that on the weekends, and then in my second year of college, they offered me full... I was also, by the way, still doing the pub job, so I was working during the day at... Uh, uh, John Banks and going in the evening to the pub, the King's Arms. It used to be the King's Arms. It's gone now. It's a house now. But yeah, I would go and work there and uh, it was sick, man. I loved it because I was earning a ton of money. Like college, I skipped college every day. I was like, 
I made more money than the teachers are, I think. I, I probably wasn't, but I well, know I wasn't. I was only nowhere near the teachers were. But I was like, I'm like, I'm like 17. I've got a decent wedge. Like, this is sick. And then from that, I then got the full-time job at Honda. And I just took it because I was like, this is sick. And yeah, that, that got me into work. And then in my spare time, I was like, well, it's not, I'm not used to having spare time. So I'll start the blog some more. And I started doing personal photo shoots. And from that, I started pushing it on to... Uh, magazines and I started selling my photos to magazines as a freelance uh, which sucked I didn't get paid for a lot of the work I did do um, but it was definitely worth me pursuing I feel because that then made my the fact that I didn't get paid made me angry and I just started putting all the pictures on my blog the blog took off the clothing line took off with everything and it was just rad like honestly it was wicked um, the idea of going to a part shop was simple um, I just wanted some discount for my own parts <laughs> if I'm completely honest and I was like well if I can sell them as well and we can make some money and then that's what um, it turned into and it was a uh, it was it, it's just become what it is and I've learned over the last year that I have to be really on the ball or sales will slip. It's slowed down a lot this year because I've been so focused on Ivor and the YouTube, which was stupid of me, if I'm honest, because the YouTube is not paying me. So I was taking a job that was paying me and I chased a dream, which I feel like you have to do sometimes. And I've, I've had my first major failure in this 621 business as well with product and stuff. And as an entrepreneur, if you want my first major failure and that sent me spiraling again because I've suffered with mental health issues in the past and it really brought it all back on strong again. And I was like, fuck, you know, I'm fucked, man. And you, I, 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 this is why I'm so relieved on the YouTube videos because I see them as my little out. They're my little, uh, bit of freedom, you know, like being able to just dick around on there and, uh, just be creative. And, uh, that, so it's taken a lot of hard work, man. I, I think I really feel like I missed out on a lot of being a bit of a fucking lad as well, being younger, because I'd, I'd choose to go away and work on an evening. I'd drive up purposely to Northampton to do photo shoots, and then I'd spend the rest of the week editing them videos, or I'd go to car meets anywhere just to get photos. So I'd drive to Oxford. I'd drive, I would literally drive everywhere to get there and get myself uh, the little girl. I can see the little little girl from the neighbours is doing a dab in the window at me because I'm talking to a mic, so I'm like, all right, fucking lunatic. But, um, but yeah, it was pretty sweet. And I, I, so what was I saying? Yeah, I, I, I sacrificed a lot. I sacrificed being a lad. I sacrificed chasing girls a lot, you know, just to, because I was like, girls are trouble, man. Like, because when I get into something, I get into it big. So I was like, if I get into a girl, like, I'm going to stop this. And I really liked the path I was on with 621. So I, I chose that over possibly the girl of my dreams. There was a girl I was talking to back in the day and, oh man, I fucking regret that so bad, I should have took that instead of the job, <laughs> but, you know, you look back and you learn, don't you boys, you know, I won't make that mistake again, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that was that question, man, I hope that answered it in depth, if I missed out anything, you've got me on Patreon, so just drop me a message, man, I'm happy to answer to you guys, um, and Dave, Dave Hopkins has asked, what's the story um, behind your tattoo on your arm, um, is there a story behind there, uh, yeah, there is, but it's the lamest story ever, I'll tell you guys it, because, fuck it, if you're listening, I guess you're interested, um, so, my favourite football player is Mesut Ozil, okay, he plays for Arsenal, I really like the guy, he does a lot for charity, he does a lot for his beliefs, and I, I just, I like what he stands for, he's a great football player on his day, and I just like what the guy stands for, um, and I always wanted a tattoo, uh, my parents were pretty strict saying no tattoos, and my little sister came home with a tattoo, so I was like, well, I'm getting a fucking tattoo now, and I was like, right, what do I get, and I didn't know. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know what I was going to get. And I kind of just was like, yeah, I want the same as Mesut Ozil. Because <laughs> that's nice and original, right? And, uh, fucking hell, man. I can't believe I'm admitting this on fucking microphone. But, right, okay, so, yeah, I wanted the same tattoo as Mesut Ozil. 
and then I had a nightmare one night that he left Arsenal um, because I'm an Arsenal fan and if I hadn't made that abundantly clear a billion times and uh, I felt like I had to cut my arm off so I then went on the rampage to try and find a different image of a lion and I found the one that's probably most commonly used across tattoos but I had a six and a half hour sitting for my first ever tattoo and do you know what? I didn't find it too bad it's in a very normal place for your first tattoo I think it looks great um, I still, to this day, the artist I use, Lee, Lee, Lee Oldcon, amazing, from Cosmic Tattoos and Culture Stuff, amazing artist, and uh, yeah, I got this beautiful tattoo now, and uh, I didn't really have a story for that one, I'm honest, I just wanted it, and copied Mesut Otsu, then pooed my pants, it was going to leave Arsenal, and changed my mind, and then I've obviously got my shark, now my shark is my personal favourite tattoo, and I think sharks are just majestic, beautiful creatures that also have the capacity to rip the head off of whatever they want, so that's why I've got that as well. Um, but when I went in, I literally only went in to book a bit of um, bit of tattoo time, and they said you need to have an idea. It's not good just to book without knowing. And I just said on the spare moment, oh no, I do. I, I want a shark. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why I said it. I think I was just thinking about sharks. I think I was watching Shark Week or something, and uh, I just decided that was it. That was going to be my next lifelong commitment to a shark on my arm. But I'm so glad I did. I think it looks absolutely amazing. It's my that is my personal favorite tattoo. I love how it loops around. I love where it sits. I think it's sick. Um, and then on my on the back of my arm, I have an eagle, um, a bald eagle, I think it is. I can't really remember. I, I haven't seen it in years. Um, That's just a filler. I just said to Lee, can you fill it in with something majestic? Um, I've got the, the land, the king of the land, the lion. I've got the uh, the shark, the king of the sea, in my opinion, obviously. And uh, then on the back of my arm, I was like, can we uh, chuck a, uh, an eagle in the, on there? Because then you've got the wind, the, the air, the sea, and the land, isn't it? So I thought it was cool. Um, yeah, so that's the story of my tattoos. They're not really, they don't really mean anything to me, but I just think they're cool. I think, I don't see why you have to have meanings for stuff. Like, fuck it, I think they look cool, and if you think something looks cool, go for it, innit? You wouldn't believe some of the messages I got from my so-called, I'm going to put these in a prostitute, friends. When I said, oh, I'm getting my first tattoo, they were like, why? You're just a fucking normal white guy. Why are you getting tattooed? I was like, the fuck man why is your she necking me so that sucked but you know you, you live and you learn you know you've got to cut these toxic people out which i'm in the process of currently doing so it's uh it's hard you, i feel like you have to do it um i now want to run through real quick just to finalize the video what you guys are going to be seeing outside of the project so obviously you're going to get the legend the civic the sylvia the mx5 is also going to be making an appearance on the channel again but it's not a appearance that is going to lead to any track days or anything like that it simply is get some tires on it put it up to a sensible ride height make sure everything's tight underseal it again make it look clean underneath like get some real you know work putting underneath that car make it look really nice because it's not rotten anymore and then i'm going to clean it up and i'm going to sell it and hopefully be able to live off that money for a month or two um without blowing it on car parts um i feel like i need to try and grow my youtube more i feel like i've got such a good platform there and the companies I work with are all so happy with what I do I just really feel like I need to grow my audience so I'm not sure quite how to do that it's I feel like YouTube is very fickle and hard and I'm, I'm but I'm enjoying it and then you're going to see me go down to Mantis a few times I want to definitely be doing a few reviews on their cars I'm going to then be reaching out for feature cars as well but what worries me during winter is the weather like in the rain it might suck but I feel like we can do them and we can still have some fun um, and I'm also going to be working with 7 Days Performance I need to go and see them guys soon they keep asking me to come up and have a look at the cars they've got um, but I I just don't have time at the minute um, plus plus, I really want to give myself some me time man I want to start dating properly again and I want to start actually like enjoying the 
fruits of my labor, if that makes sense. And I'm finally back in the gym again after having a ligament damaged shoulder for the last three months. And I have my first golf lesson, well, second golf lesson. I've been playing a lot of golf. I really enjoy golf. I'm going to play that again on Friday. And, uh, and I've got a two-week holiday as well. I'm off to Florida. Uh, I can't say I know if I'm going to see LZ or not. We can we can hope. We can hang out with LZ. Um, but I can't promise, obviously. Uh, we'll be seeing Marco, I think, and Ravi, definitely. And hopefully Zosh as well. See if we can get a little meat going. Uh, maybe see if me, Zosh, and can do some bits together. Animals are going to go see my friend Jake from the UK. His band's going to be playing over there. So I might do some vlogs over there. I really enjoy vlogging in Florida because it's just fun, man. It's just wicked. So yeah, we'll do some bits over there. Um, and I've I've got to, I've got to ask you guys. You guys, I feel like if you're listening and you've made it this far, uh, please let me know. Yeah. Um, if I review standard cars, would you watch? I've, I've, I've reviewed, when I had that Toyota RAV4, I filmed the video, and I speak to Andy a lot, I love Andy Lou from Twitter, he's so, so kind to me, but I've, I've, I can't even bring myself to watch the footage back, because I don't know if my words have any value um, when it comes to standard cars, I, I, I know I know modified cars are like the back of my hand, I, I, I love modified cars, but when it comes to standard cars, I don't know if I just talk a bit of drivel, I don't know whether to make this RAV4 video, send it to Andy, I know Andy might listen to this, so Andy, I might send it to you directly and see what you think. Um, before posting anywhere, I I don't know, guys. It's, it's, you need to touch base with me on that. Um, but I I think I'm going to draw this podcast to a close. Um, if you do want to join my Patreon, it's patreoncom Ivor. Any money obviously helps me with the builds and stuff. Um, that are going to have to slow down now because I'm I haven't got a certain income coming in anymore. So I uh, yeah, I need to focus a bit more on myself and normal work for a little while. I think to get my feet back on the ground. And um, yeah, let me know down below in the comments if this is on YouTube, uh, who you want to see on here. A lot of your favourite YouTubers are not the same people that you see on camera. And a lot of them have told me that they don't want to do this. They don't have any interest in doing it or anything like that. So, um, But equally, I've had an amazing response from such people as TGE. He actually DM'd me and said, I'm up for it, dude, because I messaged him on Instagram. Uh, Lee Lockwood as well. He said he was up for it. He was super keen to do it. I think B7 TMY, Tommy will probably be up for one. Um, Queen B actually said she's up for it. Obviously, she's just done her Drift Queen thing on with Red Bull, which I've actually got the fifth episode to watch now. Um, I've really enjoyed that. And she's such a lovely girl. Like, I've been talking to her for a little bit recently. She's so nice. So I think it'd be good to get her on here and see what her future plans with the drifting are and all that sort of stuff. And uh, get a few of the boys on here. A few of the, like, the, the boys that I, I love as my friends and a few of the people I've met through the drifting. And I think we can have some, some great conversations because uh, I like to just be as transparent with you guys as possible. Um, make sure you follow me on Instagram, at Adam Ival. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll hopefully see you again or hear from you again or whatever however we cross paths i hope we meet again soon guys thank you so much for giving me 43 minutes of your day today um i genuinely appreciate it and uh, please make sure you subscribe if this is uh, viewed on youtube i'll see you later my dudes bye